0: Pegasus is military-grade spyware sold to nation state governments and agencies ostensibly to fight crime and terrorism at incredible expense. But reports say it's also being abused by authoritarian regimes and used against journalists and dissidents. It can be implanted onto iPhones and Android phones by targeted one-click social engineering attacks like spear phishing, or more recently, no-click payloads in messages at which point it's just, yeah, spyware on. Now, Pegasus isn't known to have been used on phones registered on US cellular networks, though it may have been used on US citizens with phones registered on networks in other countries. Still, the vast, vast majority of people watching this video right now simply aren't worth the time or expense required for it to be deployed against us. Sorry, but relatively speaking, we're just boring. Still, it is 100% absolutely positively worth being as informed as possible about Pegasus, because beyond just you or me, Pegasus might not only be a tool for law enforcement, but a weapon against privacy and freedom. Basically a James Bond movie as written by Edward Snowden. So let's do this. Sponsored by Stream and Nebula. I'm gonna go over what you can do about Pegasus and also answer all of your most important questions right now. But if you have any additional questions, any questions at all, hit that subscribe button and bell so we can chat in the comments for the first hour after new videos go live. So what exactly is Pegasus? Well, Pegasus is spyware that's maintained by a company called NSO Group and licensed to nation states and used by operatives of those nation states to extract information from iPhones and Android phones and to track and monitor the people using them. Amnesty International and Forbidden Stories, working with a consortium of over a dozen news outlets around the world, just released a series of coordinated reports over the weekend, basically accusing NSO of being less than forthright about who exactly is using their Pegasus spyware and how much it's really being used. In other words, of them handing out these cyber guns without really checking any cyber IDs or running cyber background checks, and maybe not just by the hundreds or thousands, but by the tens of thousands. Now, NSO claims their spyware has been licensed by 60 undisclosed intelligence, military, and law enforcement agencies in 40 countries to prevent terrorist attacks, including bombings and drug and sex trafficking rings. In other words, they're heroes. They get approval from the state of Israel for all of their sales, so just get all the way off their backs about it. But the report also claims NSO spyware is being used by authoritarian regimes to target business executives, activists, journalists, politicians, diplomats, military and civilian agencies, and even heads of state, primarily in Mexico and the Middle East, but also in India and Pakistan and surrounding areas and France, among other places, to expose sources, counter campaign strategies, and track, detain, even murder dissidents. NSO says they don't operate the spyware for their clients, do not have regular access to the data, and terminate the contracts of any clients found to be abusing the spyware. Enoso also says that it's technologically impossible, just impossible for Pegasus to be used on US phones. And that the whole entire report is exaggerated, misleading, spurious, just basically completely sus. This despite multiple independent investigations by security and academic groups working with the consortium. So again, not something almost any of us have to worry about personally, but something all of us should be wary about globally and geopolitically. But what does any of this have to do with Apple? So it has to do with Apple and Google because they own the platforms, because Pegasus spyware is being deployed on iPhones and Android phones. They're our most personal devices, the ones that know the most about us, the ones that contain all of our private data that handle all of our private communications. And they also happen to have cameras and mics built in So they're the biggest target for attacks like Pegasus. And the way that works is a nation state or agency thereof contracts with NSO for a license to use Pegasus, just like you or I might get a license from Adobe to use Photoshop or any software as a service. Then the Pegasus attacker identifies a high value target and sends them a link through a messaging app like iMessage or WhatsApp or Signal or Messenger. It could be anything. The message is designed specifically for the target and crafted in a way to entice the target to click on it, which initiates the infection. That's typically known as spear phishing. Spear because they're sniping for those specific targets, not trawling with huge nets for any and every possible target. They don't wanna catch a lot of people. They don't wanna make a botnet or ransomware empire or anything that gets attention or increases the risk of discovery at all. That would result in their exploits being identified and fixed much more quickly. No, they wanna catch only very specific people. So their exploits, the ones they paid a small fortune for don't get burned and patched anywhere nearly as quickly. Now, more recently, Pegasus has also been deployed as zero click messages, meaning the target doesn't even have to be tricked into clicking on a link. They just have to receive the message, a message that contains something The app simply can't properly parse or handle something malformed or overflowing that exploits a bug and lets its spyware payload just spill all out over whatever protections the app may provide and into the operating system. And it's not even strictly limited to messaging apps either. An attacker can also try and trick a target into visiting a website that has a specially crafted link or payload and catch the target that way. Apple has responded to the report and interestingly, the response didn't come from the PR team, but from Ivan Krstic, who runs security engineering and architecture and has given detailed talks at Black Hat several times over the last few years. He condemned what Apple called cyber attacks against journalists and activists, said the iPhone remains the safest and most secure consumer handset, and that these types of attacks are highly sophisticated, cost millions of dollars to develop, are used to target specific individuals and often have a short shelf life not something the vast majority of people need to worry about, but something Apple is constantly working to prevent. So why can't Apple prevent this or just fix this? And yes, Apple and Google can and will fix any and all bugs they come across, including these as fast as possible. Unfortunately, it doesn't sound like the consortium involved saw fit to disclose their findings to Apple or Google much, much earlier. So this specific version of Pegasus could maybe have been patched much, much earlier. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised at this point if they gave their web and video production teams earlier and better notice about Pegasus than they gave Apple and Google, which to me personally is a lot. Now, reporters are under absolutely no obligation to disclose, but that's what ethical security researchers would have done. And I think the coverage would have been just as blockbuster regardless, especially if they could have said, We shared this information with Apple and Google and they patched the bugs in a previous update. Now let us tell you all about it. It would not have only made the story much, much better again, in my opinion, but it would have burned the NSO exploits that much sooner forced them to spend more money faster and used up their exploits to keep their spyware going and potentially protected a lot of people in the meantime which would have been a huge win for everybody. So at honest to Megatron, all caps love to know what they were thinking or not thinking by not disclosing until now, because one of the biggest dangers I think in reporting on malware is the temptation to sensationalize it for attention, to monetize our fear and paranoia, which just turns the reporting into another type of malware. So why is spyware like Pegasus even possible? How can it even exist to begin with? And the short answer is there's just no such thing as perfect code, not even from NASA anymore. Systems and feature sets are just so large and complicated and there are so many of them that bugs are inevitable. The vast majority of bugs are harmless if annoying, glitches and freezes and crashes, but others can be chained together to make an exploit. That's how jailbreaking works. It can take a long time. It can require a lot of people or in the case of Pegasus and other tools used by nation states, massive, massive amounts of resources, including and especially money. Partially because ethical security researchers disclose whatever bugs and exploits they find to the Apples and Googles and other platforms of the world so they can be fixed and protect us, the users. And that just leaves fewer bugs and exploits for the less than ethical people to sell directly or to companies like NSO. Now, Apple and others also have bug bounty programs where they pay for exploits. And while they can't outbid nation states willing and able to pay almost anything, they can pay enough that it encourages a lot of researchers to stay ethical. But either way, anyway, bugs are gonna happen and nation states and those that sell to nation states can afford to get them. And all we can really do now is judge companies based on how fast and well they fix the bugs and exploits when they're found. And not just at the platform level infected by them, but at the infrastructure level hosting and deploying them including Amazon which just announced they're shutting down the infrastructure being used by NSO for the Pegasus spyware. And this will by no means stop them but it will make their lives just that much more inconvenient. So what about the idea of removing images, links, and other potential attack vectors, those kinds of features from messaging apps? And yes, this is exactly why we can't have nice things. Every feature adds to the value of an app or device, but also the complexity and potential bugs and exploits in that app or device. Messaging apps could remove support for images, links, emoji, Unicode, everything that makes a modern messaging app a modern messaging app, but it would also just trash, trash the usefulness of messaging apps for the vast majority of people. And the attackers would just move on to other vectors like web pages, app downloads, mail, USB devices, whatever. It's like saying if there was no bank, no one would be able to rob it. True, but it would be super annoying, really an inconvenience not to have banks. Like it would be not to have any of the features, the modern features on our iPhones or Android phones. What Apple and Google and companies can and are doing is just continuing to harden iOS and Android and the online platforms, things that make it more difficult and time-consuming and expensive to weaponize any bugs and exploits that they find or purchase. Apple's put point authentication codes into the silicon and created blast as a way to prevent a lot of the previous types of iMessage attacks from being successful. Google has Project Zero which tries to find and report bugs before they can be weaponized and that's just the proverbial tip of the offense and defense security response iceberg. It is still absolutely a cat and mouse game, but all the platforms are always playing to win. So what can you do if you think your phone has been infected with Pegasus? And if you really seriously, zero paranoia, think you're a high value, high risk target of Pegasus spyware based on who you are and what you do, like a specific target, there's a mobile verification toolkit that you can use to detect it on iPhones and try to detect it on Android phones because it's much more difficult to detect on Android phones. It's a command line only tool, at least for now, but hopefully that'll change and soon. Because of that, though, I'll link to the extremely, extremely nerdy process in the description. Also, while a lot of exploits simply can't persist after a reboot of the iPhone, which is why I paranoidly reboot my iPhone so periodically, it's currently unclear to me, at least, whether Pegasus can, either immediately or through some pre and post reboot process. It might just be complicated, which is why successful and unsuccessful attacks are both claimed to have been found. So if you think you are infected, your safest bet at that point is probably just scorched earth or at least scorched phone. Burn it down and start over with a fresh device. That way you are just absolutely 100% sure. Now, if you enjoy watching these deeper dive videos but would enjoy watching them even more with no ads, no sponsors, and often with extended cuts, bonus segments, and more, check out Nebula. That's where I post all my videos in just exactly that way. And the good news is you can get a Nebula subscription bundled in for free when you sign up at curiositystream.com slash or just click the link in the description. And right now, because you're watching this channel, you can get that bundle for 26% off, less than 15 bucks a year, less than the cost of a fancy dessert in New York City for a whole entire year. And that includes the thousands of amazing documentaries and series, including Guardians of the Web, which is all about white hat hackers like the US Secret Service Cybercrime Division and West Point, that works to protect us from all these new kinds of cyber threats, as well as all the ad free and often extended videos on Nebula from MKBHD, TechAlter, Jordan Harrod, Ali Abdal, Real Science, Georgia Dow, Epos Fox, and more. You'll be supporting smart, educational content directly for over 26% off, less than $15 a year. Just click the link in the description or go to curiositystream.com slash Renee And clicking on that link really helps out the channel.